You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning, Buck Hunters. It is Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Buck Nuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday in January, we are talking to Dwayne Long, and we are dealing with bone-chilling cold. Dwayne, are you keeping nice and toasty? Uh, trying to. Uh, this is a big shock. I mean, a week ago it was 60, and now here we are down in the teens, man. This is a little crazy, but, uh, you know, uh, wet, gloomy winter so far, but, uh, you know, it hasn't been cold. And now all of a sudden, here it is cold. A little shocking, but it's late, so we're not going to have to deal with it for long. Speaking of late, Ohio State had to wait to add its new defensive coordinator, and by new, I mean old. Kerry Combs has returned from the Tennessee Titans. He's taking a promotion here. He'll be defensive coordinator not just the secondary coach, co-defensive coordinator, of course. Now, Combs will be coming back. He will not be on the sidelines. He will likely be up in the booth. Your thoughts on the return of Kerry Combs? Great recruiter, uh, inspirational dude. Got some pretty big shoes to fill, considering the way Jeff Halfley had the secondary playing the last 12 months. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, all those things you touch on, I, I really don't know. I mean, let's just say he's going to start in the booth. He just does not come across as a booth guy. I don't know how well he's going to adjust to not being on the sideline. Uh, motivation, getting guys all jacked up and, and mentally ready to be their best. That's what Kerry Combs is so good at. Uh, I could see him taking his most valued assistant, a guy whose eyes he's going to trust, and put him in the booth. I, I could see that change happening. You know, it just does not seem like a booth kind of guy. Uh, we'll see on that. Um, I think he's going to be a monster on the recruiting trail. He always, he always was. This is a guy that uh, uh, he can he can convince guys to run through brick walls. Uh, he, uh, most likely because you think he'd go with him. He'd run into the wall too. He's just that kind of a guy. A uh, very charismatic guy, had uh, uh, some good contact with him while he was still in high school back in the day when he was a high school coach, and always enjoyed talking to the man. He's just uh, uh, a very focused, very down-to-earth guy, but he's got that fire in him about uh, about football, uh, about life, about Ohio State. So and I think it's a good thing. Uh, as far as uh, schematically, I bet he's not going to change a great deal. I bet that he's going to – the one thing he's going to want to continue with is stay basic and be very aggressive, attack the football, which is what we did this past year. You put superior athletes in those positions, just, you know, don't make them say too much. Shiano had them uh, just out there playing chess when uh, – 
they needed to do Blitzkrieg, and uh, and, you know, and that was just seemed to be a change for him because it wasn't that way his first couple of years here. Uh, anyway, um, I think that that he's a good fit with the guys they've got there uh, already in place. This is this is a good thing, and a guy that's going to come back in immediately. You know, he's got that that uh, name uh, of being an Ohio State guy. Uh, you know, in college he didn't consider any other schools. He went to the NFL, and now he's back. Uh, definitely had some uh, good publicity recently with uh, with the run by the Tennessee Titans that nobody expected. So uh, I I don't see a downside here. I just the only thing I'm concerned about is how are you how are they going to keep him in that booth? I don't know about that. That's definitely a concern. But here's what I would like to say and why I'm so high on it. I think he's going to obliterate the recruiting trail. He was already arguably an elite recruiter. Now you're going to get to say to recruits, I just left for a couple of years and went to the exact place you want to go. And now I'm coming back to your step before that. I think it's an incredible sales pitch. I do understand there was a desire from the fan base to get a defensive guy with some NFL you know, chops because that works so well with Halfley. While Combs isn't your traditional NFL hire, I do think the last few years he spent there and the success they had will definitely portend beautifully for the Buckeyes in terms of recruiting and schematically. So I'm high on it. Combs, like you said, he bleeds scarlet and gray. And in terms of culture and attitude, you cannot have a more positive dude in your fleet. Speaking of positive dudes in your fleet, there was a fleet of dudes down at the Senior Bowl trying to impress NFL brass and move up in the draft. We all know the top three picks are going to be Ohio State, either graduates or recent players, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeffrey Okuda. But there's another group of dudes seeking to get paid. Our guys down there in Mobile, Devon Hamilton, Malik Harrison, Jonah Jackson, K.J. Hill, and Austin Mack, who do you expect to emerge of that quintet and improve their stock the most this week? Uh, I'm going with Hamilton. I've been high on this guy. I mean, he was not a high-ranked recruit. Didn't get to see a lot of film of him in high school. But he has been outstanding. He gives you all kinds of good stuff. He's solid against the run. He can uh, get penetration. Make plays in the backfield. And he'll put pressure on the quarterback. He's as underrated a defensive lineman as we put out in I don't know how long. I really think he'll get down there and uh and show that, that you know, he's a he's a football player. I don't know how well he's gonna do at the combine, just doesn't strike you as that kind of a guy. But in the end, uh you have to look as they say, the eye in the sky don't lie. And he is you gotta see what he does on the football field and all he does is make your defense better. I think he's got a chance. There's just too many guys out there running around for the receivers to to really make an impact. But a defensive lineman like that, I think he can come in and and grab the attention. On on, uh, I mean, he's had he had more of an all star team at Ohio State that he's going to have down there. So uh, he could get lost in the shuffle here. He's not going to happen down there. He's going to stand out. So uh, that's my guy. I really think he's going to have a really good NFL career. Uh, and this this is just uh, the next step up. 
Yeah, for defensive linemen, I think he is, you know, a pure 4-3 inside defensive tackle. Those guys really need to show they can get to the quarterback if they want to move up in the draft. I think he's guaranteed to be about a third-round pick. If he goes down there this week and in the one-on-ones beats a bunch of guards and tackles and shows he can provide a little interior pass rush, that's what gets you into the second round. So if the Dallas Cowboys end up with Devon Hamilton, you will have one pleased publisher. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Top Cruton. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. We are back. The quest for Jameer Gibbs ended before it started. The class of 2020 appears to be complete. There is only one spot left, and it's for Cam Martinez. Cam Martinez was in the class. Jeff Hafley was his guy. Jeff Hafley left for Boston College, and Cam Martinez is waffling. Ryan Day just went up to visit Cam and check on things. They still want him in the class. He doesn't really have a true position right now. Some like him at receiver, some like him as a defensive back. And when you look at Ohio State's roster at receiver, you know, a guy who's coming in who's not fully developed at the position is likely going to get buried. Your thoughts on Cam Martinez. Do you believe he'll be a Buckeye, and do you want him to be a Buckeye? Uh, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm on the fence about Martinez, i got to tell you, Dan. I just don't see the defensive back. I don't see a guy that's uh, – you know, I, I need to see some good film of him as a defensive back, but we don't. I, I I see him, you know, I would be more excited about it as a receiver, even though I think everybody else, every other receiver we brought in this class is a better receiver, you know, better, and just more physically uh, imposing. That's one thing. He just seems like a really small guy, but I don't see a guy that's exceptionally fast. I I, uh, you know, I would be happier about taking him as a uh, defensive back, or excuse me, as a receiver than as a defensive back. He's just not, I'm not excited about that. You know, I I, uh, I hope if he comes here that we, uh, we get the best out of him, that he's good wherever he is. I still think that he's a better chance of that as a receiver, but um, I'm just, it's going to be okay, you know. Uh, I'm not going to – he's not a naked junk get for me. Uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. I uh, uh, If he's good – if he's cornerback, I just hope he's as good as people think he is. I'm just not convinced yet. I'm from Missouri on this one. I'd like to see them bring him in as a receiver. You redshirt him. Teach him how to play the slot. When you attract all these top flight wide receivers, some of them are going to leave early. There's going to be gaps in the classes. And a guy who's been in the program, who's really smart and talented, could fill those gaps. I mean, later on in his career, when he's learned the trade a little bit, as a junior and a senior, he could be a real standout. But I don't know if a guy like that who's been that good is really willing to view a situation where he's going to be waiting in line. And there are probably some other schools that would let him get on the field and be more of a star early. But we shall see. Speaking of being a star early, let's finish with this. Nick Bosa has stayed 
primarily healthy this year, and we have seen the result on a defense that has led the 49ers to the Super Bowl. They will take on the Kansas City Chiefs, and he will be chasing around Patrick Mahomes. That will be worth the price of admission in itself. Your thoughts on Nick Bosa's meteoric rise as a rookie? Obviously, you can't be too surprised given what you thought of him when he left Columbus. Uh, no, I'm 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 surprised he was this good. I knew he was going to be really good early. It just he was. He was just one of those guys you look at and say, yeah, that's a that's a special kid. Uh, I was I just saw a thing where they're giving Kyler Murray the uh, uh, rookie of the year, and I'm like, did you even see Nick Bosa play? Who had a greater impact on his team being good on his on his side of the ball being good. San Francisco's defensive line, I mean, I, I got to think last time I saw one, that just dominating, that just uh, your quarterback is running for his life as soon as he takes a snap. These guys are just on it, and Nick Bosa leads the charge. His ability to just go, 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 his his intensity, his motor is incredible. Uh, I think that I just heard that he had the second most um, impactful plays against the pass of any defensive lineman this past year. He's got, what, nine sacks and just had a monster year. I don't know how he is not rookie of the year. If he's not the best uh, first-year player in the NFL, I mean, I saw them all. Uh, I would have the, the receiver from Tennessee. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head. AJ Brown. Him, yeah, he. I I have him over Murray. So, uh, you know, I'm just not getting that. A, uh, Nick Bosa is special, and he's going to continue to be special. I mean, this is his rookie year, and now he gets an off season where he's not healing. He's just, you know, he's just. Uh, uh, taking a few weeks off and then get back in. He hasn't had a major injury to try to recover from. Uh, what's he going to do next year? So, uh, uh, San Francisco, I, I just heard something that, that San Francisco was begging for, uh, the Cardinals to take Colin Murray because they wanted, they wanted Bosa that bad. They, that's who they wanted. If they would have been picking number one, they would have picked Bosa. So, um, you know everybody's happy with how how it turned out, and uh, they're going to the Super Bowl. The next few weeks should be a public service announcement for Ohio State defensive line recruiting. For any elite defensive end or parent of the elite defensive end listening right now, if you don't send your kid to play for Larry Johnson, you're doing your kid a disservice. Just look. There's a very good chance Ohio State's going to have the three best defensive ends in football in about two years. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Buck Nutters.